0: in this episode of man versus marriage the one marriage conference review stick around this thing is freaking awesome the podcast how good do you want your life to be it's truly really about becoming the best version of yourself that's possible Man Vs. Marriage Welcome back to another episode of Man Vs. Marriage. It is I, the q Dog, I'm in the studio here with my lovely wife, Jeannie Moran. Jeannie, please say hello. Hello. Thank you, baby. I just want to get out there. I have a garbage attitude right now. Oh, my gosh. For the last few hours, I've had a crappy, crappy attitude. So, I need to get over myself and hopefully getting some time on a microphone is going to spin that out for me. So here we go.
1: You get to look at me for the next little while. You'll be fine.
0: I know what else I'm going to be after looking at you for a while, baby. Easy uh, there, buddy. <laughs> uh-uh. even, don't say that Quincy. Okay. So, uh, contact information real quick is, uh, coach at man versus marriage podcast.com for email, Facebook, at MVSM Podcast, and I do have people that are taking advantage of the Facebook Messenger there, and also our website, podcast.com. and that's V like victory, S like success, not spelled out because there is enough. There's enough letters in there already. So let's get right down to Bia's Nias, and I want to talk to you guys today about our experience going to um, the One Extraordinary Marriage, one uh, marriage conference called Dream Again. And, um, you know, I got to tell you, for me, it was nothing less than extraordinary. I know that's a play on their podcast, but Tony and Elisa... Just fantastic people. They have a fantastic podcast. If you are not hooked up with that that show and those people, make sure you get in. Uh, they will find a place for you to fit in. They have so many resources, and you know, for me, um, as I as I look through here, it's like, why in the world did I want to go anyway? Why did I want to go? And uh, it came down to, uh, to a few things for me, honey. And then I'll ask you the question. Why did you want to go? And we'll get some uh, reasons for you. But, you know, kind of like my, my pre-expectation, like, okay, I love their podcast. I've had some interactions uh, with Tony. We've uh, sent a few messages back and forth. And I've listened to many of their episodes. And they have well over 500 now. They've been doing it for 10 years. So they are too legit to quit. They're for real. Um, you know, I wanted to go to meet them. And he was excited, he said, to meet me, knew a little bit about our story. He had helped us on the marriage and separation episode for Man Vs. Marriage. And they are just so practical, and they talk about everything. There's nothing, Everything. Right. There's nothing <laughs> off-limits for them, whether it's uh, the death of their child, whether it is um, their marital struggles, you know, them. Getting near separation or divorce, having teenagers, um, life, sex, everything—it's all there. They put it out. There's a reason that they're the number one, you know, marriage podcast in the world, and that's because they've been doing it, and they really have a heart for people. You know, um, I really just appreciate their openness, and that's why I wanted to go. My and my expectations were that uh, you know, just kind of pre expectations were that. I get an opportunity to meet somebody I admire greatly. And anytime you, you get an opportunity to do that, it's not far from your house. It's in the same state. You might as well do it. So honey, why did you want to go? I didn't. (laughs) That's it. That's the answer.
1: (laughs) The, when you first mentioned it, I was not too keen on the idea. Um, and uh, the reason being is we the last time we went to a marriage conference was 10 years ago when we started coaching so considering what we learned that day I was thinking oh god are we really as good as we think we are are we going to run into some problems um, and I honestly I I'm not a podcast listener very often I prefer books if Quincy asked me to listen to something then okay cool I'll listen to it but it's still like pulling teeth a lot of the time for me. Um, But my expectations, I wasn't sure what to expect. I didn't know what it was going to be. I had no idea, and I had a lot of reservations. But the reason I went was because you had asked me. You didn't say, we're going to do this. You said, I'd really like to go meet these people. They're kind of important to me. Would you be willing to go with me to this? That's a whole different way of looking at it for me than, oh God, these people are going to dissect my marriage in front of everybody else. So um, I caved into deferring to you.
0: You caved in. That (laughs) that sounds wonderful. Um, I know that you had, you definitely had some reservations um, that we don't want to spend a ton of time getting into, but the venue was not ideal for you.
1: No, um, I, I was a little nervous. i I have nothing against church. I just don't like to be in a church environment. Um, I have a lot of things that I'm still working through from there, dealing with how people viewed our kids, dealing with how um, opinions and scripture were thrown at us for things that I just don't agree with. Yeah, so, um going into that atmosphere, that was my my biggest struggle was trying to wrap my head around. Can I do this and not look at the church aspect? But walking in there and the very first thing that he mentioned was, you know, wedding night times two and sex is definitely on the calendar for tonight, babe. I was like, okay, well, we are definitely not in a traditional church (laughs) and I can listen to this. But um, yeah, I had a lot of reservations. I don't like doing experiential learning. I don't like putting us on the spot where um, we've done things before where it's like, Two, three, four couples together, and you all talk about your stuff. That is not me.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I and when you go to a when you go to a Coach Rita class, it's very much experiential and get you out of your comfort zone. And I didn't look into what it was going to be. I just knew that the topic was dream again. And for me, I was like, well, it's not ideal for where I'm at because I feel like I'm. Great at dreaming already. You are
1: definitely I, a dreamer, yes.
0: You know, and so I was like, but you know what? I, I admire these people. I want to go. And so we went, you know, and we got, we worked through some really, really difficult moments with you um, because of some of the frustrations that we've had uh, with church in the past. And, you know, that could be anything from, you know, church members saying things that are just absolutely ridiculous uh, about your kids and autism, or it can be about, you know, sometimes people get preachy about a woman's role and a man's role no. and subjection and, you know, all, all those types of things. So I I didn't know exactly, you know, I'm an ordained minister, so I, I don't necessarily have a big problem with church. Did I have you
1: hear a... that huge? <gasps> <laughs> um, I have a
0: I have a big problem with some people in some churches, which it, it's not like humanity isn't flawed in the first place, and I don't expect people to be perfect there. But I, you know, it, it kind of we've had some hurts in church, which you know have have kind of color uh, our lenses, if you will, when you're hearing for the first time that this particular thing is going to happen at a church. And I know listening to their podcast a little bit, you you can kind of pick up on, you know, they they do their best to keep it professional. So they might sound a little churchy, which to me it's just it's just the way they talk, but they don't hold anything back, whether it's about sex or anything.
1: And they didn't slam scriptures in our face and things like that, which is what I was expecting. To be perfectly honest, we've had a few experiences where it was just like scripture after scripture after scripture of who you're supposed to be, why you're supposed to be. And it's just, it doesn't work for our dynamic and what we believe and how we live our life. So I was a little hesitant for that. Um, obviously Quincy's ordained. I am not a filtered human being. So, um, some people might take that different because I'm, I just don't hold back. I am who I am and I don't care what building I'm in. So I wasn't sure. And I was nervous because I represent you and you're going in this thing as you know, podcast and Quincy and we're going in as our marriage. It's like pastor podcast and the wife with the foul mouth. But You and I worked through that. So we we took the time to work through that before we went. And inevitably, it was that conversation that just made it that much more easy. And you gave me a couple of days to process through it. And then you came back and asked me, where are you in this? And how can I help you get through it? By that time, I think it was maybe the third day. It's like I just needed to get rid of my yuck and, and get rid of my thoughts of what I had to be and just realize I'm just going in as me.
0: Exactly. And and you know, I didn't I didn't want to go down there either. Like I started kind of grappling with who am what am I supposed to be when I go there? Am I supposed to be this podcast guy or am I just supposed to go is as, as me and a married man? And I walked into the church and, and I and I got to thinking, All right, all right, who do I have to be? Wait a minute. That's not me. I can just go in and be myself and I don't have to be anybody for anybody. And A number one, I was there for our relationship. Exactly. And that took a huge burden off of my shoulders. And there was no one that put the burden there but me. And it was like this predisposed idea of who I would have to be. I'd have to be there, was I there to network? or? And I didn't want to be there to network. I just wanted to go there, disappear into the crowd, sit next to you, and just be a married man, and look at our relationship. And I think it's really interesting that you brought up, you know, because we have been developing our marriage on purpose for like 10 years, for a decade. And it's like, okay, this is where the rubber meets the road. You don't know exactly what the topics are going to be, but here you are, and let's see how far you've come.
1: Please don't ask me to rate our marriage. Please don't ask me to rate our marriage, because if we <laughs> get the wrong numbers, this is not going to go well. But no, it, it actually was better for us, I think, because it gave us a second to a get somebody else's perspective on how to be a happily married couple and how to work through your marriage and different things. B, I think it helped us because we were able to take a step back and realize, okay, in you know, sessions 1 through 5, we're really good. Mm-hmm. We're like way better than we were before. When we get into 6, 7, and 8 and it's like, "Ooh. Okay, well this one this one's not bad, but it needs some work and this one is rough. We might need to pull Rita in the middle of this one. And then this one is, wow. Okay. So there's way more that we could do here that we didn't even realize was an issue. And it, and it's all different topics. I mean, it was everything from spending time together to dating, to dreaming, to just, you know, how do you do things in your marriage? Yeah. And it put us in a position to go, well, you know, as an example, we'd say, okay, if we could go anywhere we wanted to and money was no object, where would we go? this is a dream. Both of us are going, uh, well, who would take care of the kids and how much would it cost and how long will we be gone? And it's like, you instantly go for me. I instantly went into like the business aspect of household business had to be handled before I could even consider Mm -hmm. dreaming of going somewhere. Mm -hmm. I didn't know I had that stuck there you know I, yep. I, before we first got married it would have been easy it's like we want to go to ireland we want to go to italy we want to go travel the world and see different cultures and you know we mostly want to see where we're from where our families came from that never even crossed my mind in the beginning It's it was a struggle to get there mm-hmm. but i think it was uh, the best part for us was somebody else's perspective and seeing how they do it and then you know picking as you would say we took the meat spit out the bones we took what works for us and we made adjustments and now we're in that position to process through making adjustments
0: yeah and i and i would definitely say in this instance it to me it was almost all meat i mean it's like i would say you know virtually all of it because looking at where we are, I I was proud of the growth that we've made. And and you can look around at other couples because you're all doing the same subject at the same time. You can look around at other couples and see that there is a lot of struggle and hurt and, you know, pain. And it's like, that's where we were 10 years ago.
1: And these were all different Age ranges in people and marriages. There were people who were getting ready to get married. There were people who have been married just a couple of years. There were some that were, there was a couple near us that I'm sure are several years ahead of us. Mm-hmm. And yet we were all in the same building learning the same stuff. And if you looked around the room, you could see different things were impacting different people and it, it it was it was kind of cool for me at least it, i i didn't feel like we were insignificant
0: <laughs> yeah and i and you know um i an aha moment that i did have was understanding what happened to me dreaming um when it came to autism why did i shut why did i shut myself down from that you know there are areas in my life where i can dream again but you know, for, for business or, you know, for this podcast or the book that you're writing or, you know, businesses for other people. But when it comes to my own dreaming, I kind of, I kind of close that down because of what autism has become and what our future looks like. But then looking at it, it's like, I've already put limitations on my future and it's not fair. It's not fair to do that. And I gave up, you know, and I wrote down, did I, is, is autism something that stole this from me like a thief, or did I surrender it and give it up? And it was a great time for me to challenge myself and say, you know what? It's not right. It's whatever, whatever I'm thinking my future's limited to, it's not. And part of that, part of that, you know, heart wrenching is, you know, my only son not being able to grow up and get married and have a family of his own, which is all I've ever wanted for the guy. And he wants it too. But there at this point, there's no way forward, not forever maybe, but for now. And I think that's what stifled me in dreaming was the disappointment in, you know, that part of my legacy going down the tubes because of this, um, autism spectrum disorder, so that really challenged me and it, and it it was really sad but really exciting in the same breath because I love when I'm kind of made aware of something because then I can go after it all the way. Yeah. You know. So just why I say it was extraordinary is because it opened it opened you and I up. And I think we took several steps ahead in our relationship being able to talk through the things that we felt like we had grown in and we could grow a little more, and then some of the areas we're most challenged in that we really need to step up our game, that we need to lean into, and that we actually have we have some tools already to do that that maybe we haven't put in motion. But then, you know, Tony and Elisa had a plethora of tools there because it's not like they only have... 500 and something episodes, they've also got all kinds of books and resources.
1: Yeah, they did. They had, um, we actually grabbed one of each because they all touched on different things that we wanted to look into, um, but they also, they have some things if you go to their website where you can um, download some PDFs and it will help you with conversations. They have places where you can email or text questions and they will respond. Um, it's you will get your your traditional, you know, office response just to let you know they got your email, but you will get an actual response from a person from one of them, um, which is really cool. Sometimes they use your text questions for their podcast, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they had us text questions while we were there. So you were completely anonymous and you could ask what you wanted. And boy, did people ask what they wanted. OK, that's the first place I've ever been where somebody asked, Do you have any Uh, pointers on good grip in the shower for sex that was not something i expected to hear but i was happy as hell when the guy answered the question i was like all right i like these people i can i can get down with somebody who's real and and
0: it's obvious that they're people of faith you know they're they're a part of the christian faith but they're not there to promote that. I mean, I think the church is absolutely a, a, a great convenient venue. They're there for marriage. They're there for marriage. And you know, I wanna I wanna kind of it may seem weird to you that I am pumping this uh a podcast on my podcast, but they are they are so far ahead of where we are in terms of being able to help people and help marriages and help husbands and wives. And I I really, really admire the work that they do. And, and I feel like it would be kind of selfish of me not to turn, you know, you over to such a special group of people. And they really make it into a family because when you join up on the podcast and you begin to interact, they, they make you a part of the one family. And I am a part of that family. So and, and I'm proud to be. And, you know, um, Tony didn't have to help our podcast with the marriage and separation, but his heart for people and marriage, men and women, you know, for humanity gave him that, you know, put that in his heart to go ahead and do it. And I, I thought it was wonderful of them to do.
1: I think that the one thing to really think about when you're listening to this is it's not necessarily trying to turn you... <clears throat> turn you over to somebody else but Quincy and I have been doing this for 10 years with Rita's help and we have tools but our dynamic is so different and unique compared to so many others out there we can speak to a lot of things I can't speak to the loss of a child but Tony and Alyssa can I can't speak to having a teenager going into college because I'm not quite there yet but they can speak into those things. And for Quincy and I, the agreement that we made a long time ago was whatever resources we find that help us, we're going to turn them over to you so that you have more than just one voice. When we went into this thing, it was just to see where are we at and, and are we really where we think we are? We came out of this myself with a completely different perspective and a whole new outlook, which just as Quincy would call it was a complete game changer for our marriage. And for me personally, personally, and it's just a matter of somebody else's perspective, maybe unlocking something you didn't know was stuck.
0: Yeah, and I would say, you know, you can go to their to their website, um, oneextraordinarymarriage.com, and you can look for live events and you know check it out, see where one is coming near you. And I would encourage you, even if you're not a churchy person, go. Check it out. There's something. There's something really special about going somewhere, and making some memories, and having time just you and her, and uh, and having a chance to talk through some of these things that you may not talk about. So, um, I know we have several uh, resources here as far as the books go. Um, we can pop those in the show notes, and you can we...
1: also go to the website, and they're all listed there on their website or in their Amazon store their their one extraordinary marriage.com also has their Amazon store there, which has um, different things that they suggest for help with your marriage and different aspects. They have their books. Um, We also, they, of course they have their podcast. Um, But definitely if you're, if you're willing and she's willing and you guys put the effort in to go, take the time to go to the seminar and then take the next day to just go do something fun, but spend that time kind of going over what you learned. Quincy and I had conversations we didn't even know we needed to have. And it was just brought up from, you know, I thought about something or he said something that just kind of hit me a little odd. But then when I think about it and it just opened a lot of very personal, intimate conversation that I didn't know we had to have. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: So it's worth it. You would be surprised at the things that you come up with.
0: And if you uh, have attended one of their one marriage, uh, their one of their conferences, you know, dream again. Email us or Facebook us and let us know what your takeaways were. And um, you know, I, I just really appreciate you listening. Thank you for taking the time to to listen to this uh, this particular episode. And uh, we had a fantastic time, and strongly recommend that uh, that you check it out for yourself. And if you know anything about this podcast, you know when we say something's game changer, it's absolutely essential because it changes. It's a big change for the better. So, we're going to cut this episode off. But before I do, I want to thank you so much for being a part of the Man Versus Marriage Nation, and we will be back for another episode. the podcast how good do you want your life to be you gotta live on purpose for a purpose it's truly about becoming the best version of yourself it's possible this is man versus merit the podcast